Good morning, LBC Radio. My name is Corey Rosen, and you are listening to The Story Podcast. Today, I have on a super awesome guest, Mr. Rod Gales. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. Yeah. Rod Gales is a local musician who has gone international with his teaching methods. The Associated Press has called Rod a six-string surgeon. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. He has been <laughs> mentoring music uh, musicians and making great music for over 30 years. A native of York, PA, Rod attended Berkeley College of Music and earned a Bachelor's of Arts in Music Industry Studies. From Millersville University, Rod has taught guitar, bass, drums, mandolin, and ukulele to hundreds of musicians, and he is credited for his ability to creatively mix diverse areas of music, including hip-hop, funk, rock, country, metal, bluegrass, jazz, pop, reggae, and just about any other style that his students can think of it is all good it is all good we can learn from all of it known for his involvement with such diverse bands as paradise movement Killman saints the american holler rod is also the founder of groove jones the rod gals project and boom bop boom pop boom pop coalition coalition Rod makes learning fun and exciting by tailoring his lessons to his students' interests and goals. There is no kumbaya in Rod's studio. He meets his students right where they are and journeys with them to nurture their unique voice. Rod brings his trademark sense of humor and ability to teach on the fly into the session, making his online and in-person sessions sessions and lessons feel more like a jam session than a rigid music class. Rod leverages his years of performance and teaching experience to build solid confident lifelong musicians and in addition to his many instrument contributions rod is also the author of bases loaded and make it funky instrumental series published by santarella publications his latest instructional book quick start guitar is one of the foundational book lessons uh, lesson books offered with his lessons at the weary arts group from york pa and rock mill Studios in Mechanicsburg, PA. He, Rod's, uni, Rod's universe contains no musical taboos. All styles offer something unique and valuable to every musician. He believes that the very best way to learn an instrument is to play with others from the first day. Application brings understanding and motivation through an approach he developed called Boom Pop. Boom Pop. Yep. Boom Pop. How are you doing today, Rod? I'm doing good. I'm, thanks for having me. Of course, What man. you're doing here is wonderful. Thank you. Thanks. I really do appreciate that. Yes. So. You have over 30 years under your belt. Yeah, it's a 30, 34 years this May. It'll be 34 years, yeah. So where does, the, where does this love for music and education all start for you? Uh, I get, well, I started in 1989. I love, my love for music was from my earliest memories were musical memories. Like really? Singing to Beatle and Beach Boy albums and all that kind of stuff. And I did little... 45s i had a box of 45s and i sang along with all that um my love for music goes that that far back but when i, I went to berkeley and I was, I was planning on being a rock star and then uh once i got out of berkeley I, after two years I, I left and i'm gonna get a job i want to get a job and in the meantime i'm gonna teach before i become a rock star and then uh and then that'll that'll carry me over until I become a rock star. Well, as it turns out, I really love teaching. Like, like the first month, I knew it. 
it was it was really cool. It was like it it applied all the things that uh it allowed me to chase my curiosities, both like um musical curiosities, but also people curiosities, and it gave me kind of like a purpose, which is kind of like what you want out of being right. a rock star. So you don't necessarily I, it spared me from having to go through all that other stuff. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because right, right. I yeah. But it's like, uh, yeah, so very, very, very quickly, I had good mentors. I should say that because uh, um, one of my mentors, Scott Anderson, who's passed this year, he passed away. But he, he showed me a lot of what I do stemmed from my lessons with him in high school. And it's like uh, not everybody had that opportunity. So I, I'm just taking the lessons I learned from Scott and then applying it in my own way. But he 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 was a classical guy, um, but he recognized that your music is your music, and it's not going to be it should not be watered down, and and your personality should not be watered down. So anyway, that's a long winded question or long winded answer, I should say. But so that what what then you do your teaching, you decide, oh, I love this. Yeah, what? So like within a year, I started writing writing kind of like books. And kind of like putting materials together in some sort of some sort of fashion that would, uh, um, and others recognize that I have I have a knack for this. Mm. That in other words, other teachers that I was teaching with, we we would talk and they respected what I was doing because they weren't doing it because it wasn't natural to them. They were great players, but teaching's a different thing. It is. Yeah. It is a very different thing. It's not just because you're like a a great a great player does not necessarily mean you're going to be a great teacher and it's like uh so just getting organized the way that i got organized I, which i learned from scott um uh within the years a couple of years later i started like putting on workshops as a band classes um songwriting class i did a seattle conference with in york like the the months after kurt cobain passed mm. These are some of my earliest things, and people learned to write songs. They showed up, not know mostly. Maybe they could come up with a few things, but I organized it in a way that put all the stuff together. So I brought the poets in, I brought the poetry side in, I brought the musical side in, and then and then a lot of these people that from that very from that very workshop, as I said, probably thirty people showed up. There are people that are still writing songs and still performing to this day, which is really that's that's purpose for me that's what it's all about yeah is you want to you want purpose yeah you don't you don't necessarily want to be you want to be able to go to the mall and, and not be picked out like that's that that's that's like a that's a prison sentence <laughs> but you want purpose in life so that gave that that gives my life purpose and it's like uh and it allows me also the teach the whole teaching thing allows me as i said to chase Things that I'm curious about. So, what well, are you curious about? Well, there's the musical stuff, and I'm always learning. I think this is kind of funny because, as a musician, this is like, it's like 44 years ago. I got a guitar for Christmas, right? But I am still, I'm still learning, and it's like it's it is it's a cool thing, and I would wish that for anybody. That is something I would wish for anybody. Something to give put your positive energy too. So also how that works with people 
and what they're going through in life, like the holistic idea of what music, a music education can do for a person that goes beyond, that goes beyond playing scales and playing guitar riffs and, or uh, a solid drum groove or whatever it is. There's a holistic thing that, that, that is a, that it absolutely, um, it's absolutely a, a blessing. That's awesome. To, 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 to have a skill, like it, you don't have to be great at it to, to benefit from it. Right. That's the other thing about music. You do not have to be great to benefit from, from it. So what are you working on now with your uh, learning? What is well, the, you're the, the biggest now? thing I'm working on now is putting together a program that's going to go nationwide. So I have a I have a guitar made easy for the rock generation. Um it's a four week class. That is the biggest thing. That is what I'm putting my efforts in on. So what that's all about is like I've been marketing my stuff and it's like the only people that are that are that are like really responding to my marketing are people my age. So in other words, there's a there is a there is a generation gap again. Like uh like there's many people your age, you're you're 23 years old. Yep. Okay. Who don't know who Paul McCartney is, nor care. Oh my God. I know, I know. But they don't care, and their journey is different. I'm not, I'm not here to judge them. I'm just saying. I am. Yeah. <laughs> that that, and I appreciate that. <laughs> you can do that, but it's like they don't know who Paul McCartney is. They don't know the magic of Jimi Hendrix. They don't care. They have their own thing. Okay. Who are their own things? Ah. Uh, who would that be? I don't know. That'd be a great well, like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. Okay, so a lot of it is EDM. That's true. Yeah, a lot, of, and there's some, there's a lot of indie stuff, a lot of creative stuff as well. It's a, a not to say that EDM isn't creative, but there is kind of a line in the sand that of things that that are authentically me, and I like the sound of people playing together. That is something that me being an old guy. Musicians in a room, that's not what EDM is. No, it's not. Okay, so my my thing is musicians playing in a room, learning how, learning the skills to enable that to happen, the communication that happens uh, when we're when musicians play, that is therapy. Okay. There are so many messed up people in the world due to whatever reasons. A lot of it it has to do with the social media like always being on your phone and all all these things the one thing that can kind of like counter that is getting together turning your phone off and and, and doing something eye to eye jamming and, and writing a song and recording a song and having some sort of positive outlet that you can put all your energies towards that is where my my thing is that is not necessarily a thing that a, the average 23 year old and that's I'm I'm generalizing because yeah. I am generalizing because I have students that are 16 years old and are completely into it. Right. Okay. But as I said, the advertising says that the advertising says that your people are are are, are your age and above, <laughs> which is weird to me. I wouldn't think that the learning how to play with one another would be a an age thing. Really. But it's yeah. like also you have the whole video games like. The rock stars of yesterday are now the video game people. Okay, so they have lots of things that kids now have lots of things to take their attention away from music, which is fine. 
because uh, 1960 was a, this 1960s people were different than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was, they're probably, they probably saying the same thing about me, but it's like, um, so there is a generation gap, which is fine. I, I, again, but uh, playing music together and learning how to play right away, you don't wait until you're perfect. I want to emphasize, and I do emphasize in my lessons, you don't have to be perfect in order to benefit from music, okay? And you can learn as you go, and making mistakes is how you learn. Oh, don't be afraid process. of, yeah. don't, try to, don't try to not make mistakes, because that's how, that's how we're going to learn. So that's how the worst mistakes happen. Actually. Yes, yeah, that's, yeah. So, so you've been working with uh, people all over the age spectrum. Yes. What's it, what's it like to work with older people versus younger people? How do you adapt your style? You mentioned in uh, the bio that you deal with all sorts of genres and, and everything as well. How do you switch between them and decide what's useful? So my thing is creating music away from a music stand. Okay. So the the people that I do this with, I've done this with, I've gone... I, I developed a nursery school class with Cal Weary and the Weary Arts Group. We did a thing called We Rockers. Okay? No music stand anywhere. We're learning to play rhythm-centered. My music is also, when we talk about boom pop, it is a rhythm-centered approach. When I say rhythm-centered, that doesn't mean we're reading music. It means we're, we're yeah. learning to feel music. Yeah. We're learning to create within music. Okay? So... That is one aspect of it. You have the teenage teenage people who want to learn to play together. That message resonates with them as well. I also have special needs communities in a music and wellness program that I, I teach music and wellness through special needs communities. It is the same curriculum. We experience new things. We try out new instruments. We learn to sing. We warm up our voices. We move. Movement. Music is movement. Rhythm is movement. I make it fun. It's easy to make it fun uh, if you don't have any barriers. Like nobody tells me what to do. Right. So I, I don't. I don't have to do. No state tells me this is what you must teach. So I'm in. I'm indie in that way. I guess. <laughs> okay. But that works of all ages. Okay. Some of the people that like the, the caregivers of these music and wellness classes have said, I wish I had a class for this for me. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? And right. you, you can, you can. And, and the adults class, we're just, it's rhythm centered. We work, we learn improvisation. We learn songwriting. We learn arranging. We learn some of the classic stuff that we can, we can elaborate on. I'm not big on like, let's learn Aqualung. Let's learn, let's learn how to play Stairway to Heaven. Right. Okay. I'm learn. I'm. I'm more on shorter things that we can elaborate on. It's kind of a jazz-ish kind of approach, where we'll take something that is. It could be the chords to Gloria. You learn the two five one. And yeah. 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 Apply yeah. it to everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Or it. It could be like one flat seven four. Like that's the Gloria changes in the key of E, and then how do we change this up? How do we alter it up? How do we solo over top of it? How do we sing? Vocal harmonies over top of it. Right. Okay. How Practical do we do stuff? Yes. Yes. 
So it's not as much of the like we're not going to be doing any dream, dream theater tributes. That right. that is somebody else's, and I'm not. Yeah, if that's your thing, that's your thing. That's good. That's there's a place for it. Yeah, it's exactly. But it's like I'm drawing from funk. I'm drawing from jazz. I'm drawing from rock and roll. Jazz mostly from the standpoint of how we think. Like the way I approach music is not from everything has to be read. Oh, I see. I okay. See, yeah. So, in a jazz musician would 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 talk about chord changes. How do we make this these chord changes work? Right. Jazz musicians talk about comping, the idea of accompanying. Yeah. And rhythm tracks and how how to how to be a, a great accompanist. They would talk about how do I how do I solo over top of this sensitive sensitively, and how do I solo over this? How do I just cut the rope and just not be sensitive? Right, right. <laughs> How do I? I want to have cho- those are musical choices. Those are freedom. That's yes. a jazz. So I'm not necessarily teaching jazz, but all the things that I learned from Berkeley, they found their way into that because it it's absolutely applicable to every music, not just not just jazz. Well, so to someone who says, "Oh, I only want to be a rock musician," or "Oh, I only I only want to be a jazz musician," how do you break that? Because like well, you said, to be a rock musician means you have freedom. Okay. To be a to be a rock musician, it doesn't mean you're stuck to the tablature. Okay. Stuck being stuck to a tablature or stuck to now you gotta learn some riffs. You gotta learn the riffs. That's one part of it. Right. That's the classical end of things. You gotta learn the riffs. But the the bigger the bigger picture is what, what once I have the riffs, can I elaborate on it? The best rock musicians. Can, they do improvise. A lot of it comes from the blues. Right? Blues is a part of my program. Blues is an essential uh, kind of like tributary to my uh, <laughs> approach, as is R&B and funk. But um, yeah, to be a rock musician means you're exposed to other things. It doesn't mean my definition of rock. Now, some people will just want to play um, like heavy metal in the style of like computerized drums and power chords and and that's very 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 specific. I might not be the right guy for you. I don't dislike heavy metal. I have as metal as anybody. Right. Okay. But but if it's not possible to play, it's not possible to play. In other words, the drummers on the drummers the doing what was the through fire and flames? The thing on Guitar Hero. <laughs> Something that was like really just impossible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is that is not what I'm aiming for. And it's like right. the bigger the bigger picture, I'm not gonna learn a 72 bar solo from Fire and Flames. I'm not gonna spend six months working on that. There's better better uses of our time. Yeah, so so rock musicians being exposed to other things, that's what Jimi Hendrix was. Mm. That's what Jimmy Page was. That's what name a rock musician. Eddie Van Halen started out as a classical pianist. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's what well, I, he's doing this kind of stuff. Oh, that makes That's sense. piano that makes technique. Sense. Yeah. That's piano technique. He already had the dexterity in there. Wow. Yeah. So, and he had all, all the melodies from the time he was five years old. He also had the ear. That's some, something that a lot of times we don't think a lot about is ear training. Yes. Ear training is important. Yeah. What is ear training for those who don't know? Well, ear training, it's like 
it's a, it's a it's a very big very big uh, study, but it's like in in a nutshell, for the rock musician, we'll say we'll narrow it down to the rock musician. Part of it means we're playing by ear. Part of it is we're making sense out of the music just by what our ear hears, not what our ears or eyes see on a, a piece of sheet music. So through ear training, I can tell you what the chord changes are. I can tell you what the key is of the song. Uh, sometimes. You're really good, yeah. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I don't have perfect pitch. I don't either. Okay, and I don't necessarily need it. No. Relative pitch is what we work with. Yes. Okay, so relative pitch means in the conjunction of this is my one flat seven four, I know what that progression sounds like. I don't necessarily know what the key center is. If it is a common sound on an instrument like the guitar or a bass, or if it is a common key, then I, I'm able to pick it out right away. Right. And common my, my, keys being like A, E, D. Yes, around the, the open strings of a guitar. Yeah. So it's, it's amazing that rock is written and composed your co compositional major. Yes. There were your graduate. They're written around the open strings of a guitar, the yeah. keys of, of, of rock and roll. Lots of E's, lots of A's, lots of D's, because the riffs are based off of an, the open string of a guitar. Mm -hmm. So those are the, so those keys I can kind of hear in, in, in students. And can we tell major sounds versus minor sounds, right? Okay, this is all ear training. This is all, you can make sense out of music without seeing a, a note of it. Okay, all music. And it's like, it's funny because some people, like some people, depending on how they're taught and what they're exposed to, they don't even know about this stuff. Right. Their relationship with music, and it's not wrong, their relationship with music is recreating what is on the print, printed page. But So they don't have the, 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 the same relationship. And I, I do read, by the way. I'm not illiterate. I, I read from day one. So, but the big lessons that I have learned in, in my musical life have been through the ear. So say, and with that, you can't, you can't read. I mean, I guess you could read like the, the fingers on like guitars, but it's much more easier if you just hear it and you yeah. got it. Yeah. Well, there's Suzuki method that teaches four-year-olds, three-year-olds and four-year-olds how to play really amazing, filled with nuance, classical violin mm. the first step to learning anything for legit is to listen to people yeah. who have done it suzuki this is a, a guy master educator most entirely of, in in the classical realm but it doesn't have to be doesn't it's a con yeah. it's a concept but he took pieces and he showed three-year-olds and four-year-olds how to do little bowing tricks and you listen to the music that you're learning how to play, and then you imitate. And his success was ridiculous. Like he was able to do with four and five year olds what 25 year olds can't do. If all you do is read music, it's like the idea of how do we how do we put that music in our system and make it sound like music and not like I'm reading something. Yeah. So. Uh... I can go on and on about that. How early education is where you should learn all mm -hmm. those things. Yeah, and I was, I was, I was extremely. What I did for fun was extremely helpful. Like I sang to Day Tripper. I sang to I Get Around mm -hmm. uh, by the Beach Boys. I sang to Forty Fives when I was a kid. 
Not because anyone told me to. She liked it. But I, yeah, it was what I did for fun. Like when I, whenever it was probably raining because I did play outside like any kid. But it's like I would have this little 45 and I would be playing it and singing along with it. And at four and five years old, I was able, that is the age that you, you, you should be singing. That's the age you should be doing a lot of things. Yeah. If you want to learn a language. Yes. That's, that's the years to do it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little rough for us older. Oh, so, uh, yeah. It's a little <laughs> rough for us older people. If You know, anybody who's, who was forced to take Spanish or another. Right. Yeah. Another language in high school. Uh, yeah. Knows yeah. how God awful it is and how much. Ask, I took three years of Spanish. Ask me how much I know about it. Oh, yeah. You know the best way to learn Spanish? Go to Spain. That, that's another great And that's point. what yeah. I'm talking about in music. Yeah. The best way to learn how to play music Go is music. by playing with people. It's the same thing. It's like uh, you can take all the classes, and the classes are great, but the, the really big epiphanies in, 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 in Spanish is, is, is go to Spain. So and that, and that's why they do that. They like a lot of the Spanish majors, a friend who's a Spanish major, and well, part of her, she graduated, she had to go to Spain yes. in order to. Very good. So you've worked with a lot of uh, really crazy, cool musicians. You have the Kailwood Saints. And before, let's talk about before the end a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they were just at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall Cleveland, of Fame. Ohio. Tell, tell me about that. So that was a band that we started like the months prior to COVID. Mm. And then it's a, it was a, my rock band program. It started out as a rock band. It grew into something way bigger than that. But it starts out with a rock band program. And then we're getting together and we're, we're learning things and we're learning things and we're putting together a set list. Then COVID happens. So then what happens is we, I learned how to Zoom. We have a Zoom. We had like probably two months of Zoom calls. Like, and then and then eventually st- things started to ease up a little bit, and then we we would have uh, jams like classes on my back porch because they said that there's you can't get the COVID virus being outside. Right. So keeping it safe, my neighbors are still talking about like the the jam the jams that we had on my back porch. Um, hopefully, they, uh, hopefully in a good light. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. 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 They, you've you probably seen them. If you've seen any of the stuff on your ad, my my, my neighbor commented on your uh, yeah yeah. So she, yes. so as a, so um, they're they're both neighbors are completely supportive. Good, like on either side of me. I'm not sure about the rest of them, and I've taken it inside since. So <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to press that issue. But anyway, so we started out. How do we started out learning learning a few tunes, learning some things, and then writing. Writing songs, writing songs, finding a voice. I gotta say, I want to take absolute. Uh, I want to be recognized as absolute. I didn't do it, right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> In yeah. other words, uh, I like to take total recognition of, uh, like, when we started writing songs. The singers would 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 powwow together, and they came up with the most amazing lyrics, amazing lyrics. And oh. and melodies. I didn't write any of the melodies. I didn't. I helped them early on. I helped them with the structure, the chord changes, but then they would sing melodies over top of it and write their stories. Their stories were not teenage stories. Their stories were like captivating. Their stories, their stories were like uh, um, adult themed. Like when I say this, they're 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 not thinking like 
a, a typical teenager. Yeah, it's kind of weird to weird, weird to see. So that's what before the end. They have since. They play anytime they can, and that when I say that, that is how you learn. You go in, you go in at it, and it's like you find something you love and you go with it with all all you have. And um, they've this past weekend they 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 uh, competed at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They have a um, high school band competition. I've never been big on competitions, but I'm not going to stop them from doing it yeah yeah but the competition was wonderful it allowed them to play hone their work years of work into a 15 minute set okay you go to you go to cleveland ohio play at the rock and roll hall of fame 15 minute set and they killed it okay they killed it they did it's online and i as i said i can't take responsibility for that they get performance they have it in them some of them have been performers before they were musicians. Mm. Okay. So, um, and Cal Weary is a part of the Weary Arts Group. He has a lot to say about. He's the mentor when it comes to performance. Okay. Because he, that's his background. Uh, the background of um, performing arts. And he's a, he's a director. He's an actor. He, he does He does a lot of that. So, so. That's what they're doing, and they're doing wonderful things. They're learning as they go. They're learning as they go. It's like uh, not everything is perfect. Right. Not everything has to be. It right. doesn't have to be perfect. You know, you, it's better to not be perfect and to learn than to, uh, you know what I mean? You know I know what I mean? Exactly so. what you mean. But they're growing. They're growing. They're growing. They're doing great things. They're recording. They're trying, they're trying to learn recording now. And it's like it's a, like anything, it's it's a thing. It's a process. Yeah. It's a process. Yeah. It doesn't come right away, and it yeah, but it doesn't matter. They're doing the right stuff, and they're not stopping. That's great. Yeah, you have uh, created your own teaching style. Yes, boom pop. I call it boom pop because it used to be kind of like well, a lot of my stuff I think is is rhythm centered, and a lot of it is kind of like jazz ideas but i can't necessarily speak to these jazz ideas to normal jazz musicians because jazz musicians they have very um real idea they have ideas that jazz should only be jazz they're very elitist yeah yeah so and it's like to them jazz is a particular sound that has to be a certain way and i, I appreciate that as there's 37 varieties or whatever of Baskin Robbins ice cream. Right. They could be the UBU. Um, but it's me taking some of like African based ideas, like rhythm is the center of everything. Okay. Without rhythm, you can attach everything to rhythm. Improvisation is not optional, it is an essential skill, it is a survival skill. Yes. We learn from all styles of music. All styles of music have something to offer. Okay. You were asking about how do you teach rock and roll kids how to how to uh, okay. appreciate other styles of music? Well, to teach them, if you don't know the blues, you're not going to be able to improvise. Okay, improvisation is absolutely, as I said, in my 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 program, in my method. It is not is not. Oh, maybe I'll do this. No, we're going to learn how to do it. 
it's not you and and in school that's not the case they're not getting that at school okay so they have they'll have jazz band at school and they'll be given charts and they never improvise even though it's called jazz so jazz to me jazz is an improvised art form it is and i and i i have deep connections with all the all the greats I, i appreciate all them but we also have to forge our own lane yes and we also the other thing is my thing a lot of musicians are this way that that well that's what i was when i was a kid and it's like this is what i listened to when i was, but i've grown up now and, it, and they put some sort of shame on uh, well so you like the beatles so you like james brown when you were a kid or at radiohead or whoever it is right right we have to put some shame to it because that's what i was back then no no it's uh-huh. part of who you are and don't don't deny it and it's like there's no nothing wrong with that and if they're great they're great yeah right? yeah whoever inspires you be glad that you're one of the people that have been inspired yeah okay because not everybody not, and i'm finding this out because most of the people that i surround myself with are inspired because of what i do though right okay but not everybody even thinks in those terms they don't live in that 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 kind of life and if i yeah if i can help in that to have something that inspires you and to think in those terms then i've done my job whether you're perfect on your instrument or not it doesn't matter well, that's a great advice for teachers so boom sure. boom pop yeah, boom rhythm pop. set rhythm centered it is everything i do i all those things make it into all my programs the music and wellness the the rock band it's that is what it is. I was going to bring you a book. I will mail it to you. Oh. I will mail it to you. Because uh, I was going to bring it, and then I, then I got halfway here, and it's like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. You're also up for a CPMA. Yes. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. So uh, it, I wasn't expecting it, because I, I was told that they were only wanting college teachers. So it's like, well, hmm. you know, I do what I do, and I've done it for a long time, and I hope you know, in being recognized, it makes my programs go over a, a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Being able to, that's the benefits of being like recognized for something like that. Again, I'm not <clears throat> huge in um, competitions, but my, my programs, if the word gets out that this is what I'm doing, and there's people still don't understand about it or know about it and like and you're, you're a facebook friend of mine and i'm sure you understand i don't know why because you're always posting right <laughs> right so but getting the word out this is what what is happening in central pennsylvania um then it's worth it yeah and, i i uh, i really enjoy what the cpma or the central pennsylvania music hall of fame is mm-hmm. doing is they're they're really focused on recognition yes yes recognizing recognizing the famous people but also recognizing the people that have just been doing it for forever, forever. And put put their time in so <laughs> there's a lot of that yeah PA. yeah 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 certainly um this got a ridiculous ridiculous amounts of history it does and uh like some of the people that are that are being nominated are people i i've i've seen and known of since i was a kid some of them really yeah so so but next generation is coming up yeah yeah in other words what we i appreciate the fact like this mm. when i was a kid we didn't have this right. we didn't have somebody putting a shining a light to something positive yet 
you wanted to start a rock and roll band, you had to be an entrepreneur. And what 15-year-old is an entrepreneur? Not many. Yeah. So that that was a, that's a different skill set. So um so with that said, with that said that's part of that's part of the program too. It's like you want to do this, you got to you got to think in those terms. But I'm going to support you in every way I can, which I guess you as a teacher, you you give what you didn't get. Mm. That's the other part of that. It's like this what was missing in my life is I try to I'm trying to you know, put there for other people. So it's so every generation it should be a little bit easier. And and new challenges too. There's gonna be new challenges, but but it nobody you know, like in the sixties it was it was worse, it was harder probably than when I was growing up. So every generation hopefully is a little bit easier. So outside of teaching you do your own music, what inspires you as a musician as opposed to a teacher? Uh what inspires me is like all music I'd say all music creating stuff that is a mixture of stuff mm. like for years I was in a band I was it was my band it was it was Groove Jones it's a funk band and that was that was all about learning the language of my favorite sounds of funk and and putting a show around it but it also I'm not like I'm, I won't combine rock and roll with it. I will combine any combination of styles. Like with the boom pop concept, all my music is going to be a mixture of a lot of stuff. It's going to be... Um, I don't denounce the fact that I was an 80s metal kid. I don't denounce the fact that, that uh, I went to see Cool in a Gang last year. I don't deny, You know what I mean? Right. So my music is all of that. And then my future is I just want to play with people who inspire me and create with people who inspire me. Some of them are people I already play with. Some of them are not going to, are not. I want to expand on that because um, moving on, a lot of the people that, that I once took inspiration from are not doing it anymore. Mm. Yeah. So writing music, recording music, but it's coming from lots of different Areas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't dislike acoustic music. As a, as a Kilmaine Saint, I was their mandolin player. Okay. I made it to the West Coast. That's the funny thing. It's like I made it to the West Coast because of my mandolin skills. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's like uh, well, I don't know. I was able to adapt for that short time I was with them. The original yeah, they they we've we parted ways but it was it was a great experience for me so we have one of your songs know my name you want to talk about that yeah well that was a it, it started out at maybe 10 years ago that we had a groove jones gig and one of our singer at the time was stuck in another state due to snow so what i did what i had to do in order to keep the gig happening i invited all the singers i had friends I had out um and we jammed and then a video was made from the jam session made it to YouTube and um the jam was kind of like that is kind of it like the song was cow weary I see 
Okay, so he, we were, we were kind of doing a, a, a P-Funk groove, and he sang his thing over top of it. And it's like Cal Weary is, is one of the uh, amazing um, artists that can freestyle thoughts, poetic thoughts. As I said, he has a performance background. Right. He is a, uh, he is a literary. He has got a big on the literary thing. When I say that, I can't do what he does at all. Right. He can tell stories right off the cuff. And in a musical way, in a musical way. Like, it's hip-hop, but he'll put melody to it, too. He can do hip-hop, too. It's cool. But, um, <clears throat> so he, uh, Know My Name was us, us group, the first time Cal and I ever made music together. It come, goes back to, uh, I was in Maywins in, in New York, like, t- 10 plus years ago. Was it 11, 10, 11 years ago? Something like that. Snowy night. We still did the gig. Lots of people showed up. Cal Weary sang. We played together for the first time, and that was the song that we we started with. Our our musical relationship started with. And I, recently, I'm like, I want to record all these things to get some sort of documentation of something that happened that I thought was special. Mm. So that's "Know My Name." This is "Know My Name." Oh, my man. 
that was not my name. You also have a, a music for adults. Yes. So uh, guitar made easy for the rock generation. It's going to be a four week class. Now, what that is all about. Again, I was telling you, my people like advertising and, and all the numbers are suggesting that my people are, are, are like rock generation. They remember rock not as a historic thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like tangible. Yeah. In other words, it, that is what that, and to me, that means playing together. Yes. To me, that get, uh, uh, yeah, getting in a room and playing together, writing songs, uh, putting together a gig, learning, learning that slash, like learning that how to, how to vibe like Jimi Hendrix, learning to do that. So it's a guitar class that, um, begins the process begins the process of how do we um taking all the lessons in boom pop and, and it's like how do we we started using our ears and what are we listening to and what what it's a music lesson but it's also a guitar lesson so it's like uh it's a it's a new approach that um that aims for the people and it is not just my 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 age it's like anybody who wants to learn to play with others mm-hmm. Okay, so it's guitar made easy for the rock generation. Rockgenerationguitar.com. That is the the there, there's a website. So that is that that is that. But it's like I'm excited about it because it's like you got to be who you are. You can't right. uh, you know. Again, that's probably a recurring theme in me. I can't just be a jazz musician. I'm not. Okay, and I can't just be a rock musician because I'm not. <laughs> you know so. But it's like uh, that that era and that aesthetic is, it, it speaks to me the most. Uh, I don't fit in well with, if you want to learn how to do like the EDM stuff, I have a wonderful guy who's, who knows all about that. He's actually James Klippel. Oh, J- yeah. James yeah. Klippel. He is wonderful. Oh, James he's wonderful in so many James, ways. Yeah. He is wonderful in so many ways, but he's adaptable into, in, in I don't know that, I know he's he's good with all the EDM kind of thing, but he's also great with everything. He's he's like better than everybody you know on every instrument he plays. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, James needs to get on the show. Yeah, we 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 uh we just did a thing a couple weeks ago, and it's like him as a guitar player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In other words, I can't. You know, he was wonderful to play guitar with because I'm listening to my my speaker, and it's like, what that is great. He's he's doing really good. I. I hire him for as a keyboard player. Right, yeah. I hired him as a bass player. But is it, but anyway, he's a producer too, but it's like uh that is his that is his thing and I'm absolutely supportive of his his thing. But um we learn how in the rock generation, we learn how to play from the ground up. Right. We talk about chord chord progressions, we talk about riffs, talk about basic things. We talk about what we don't need to practice. Right. We don't like did you ever play guitar? Uh slightly. Okay, when I was a kid, it was like we had to take the Mel Bay guitar method. And that was horrible. It was completely depleting. It was depleting. It's like it made you not want to play the guitar. That's how I remember. Yeah, so we do not, and all high schools do that. Like high schools, if you learn the guitar in school, if they gave you a method that teaches you to play from a book that was published in 1962, that's depleting. It's a different world. Right. Okay. So, that is not what this this is this is my my answer to those kind of methods so you you're playing you 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 start the process and 
and being a guitar player. Don't have to be perfect to get the benefit. You also have a, a podcast. Yes, we love guitar nerds. This gets I, I love talking. That's good. And I love talking to people who inspire me. Okay. Um, we love guitar nerds on Facebook. It is the site that that is me. But also the podcast is I get to interview people who are music makers, who are guitar players. Some of them are guitar players. Most of them are guitar players, but every once in a while I'll I'll uh, I'll um, I'll interview people that are just associated with guitar players. I uh, one of the recent ones was uh, Brian Tishy, who's my favorite rock drummer in the whole world. I, I was able to interview him as from a guitar player's perspective. That's awesome. Yeah, Brian Tishy uh, now plays with the Dead Daisies. He played with uh, he played with you know, Billy Idol, he played oh, yeah. White Snake. He did a tour with Ozzy. He did you know Zach Wild when Zach Wild Pride and Glory. He, he did a Sass Jordan. I'm I'm forgetting a lot of his stuff, but he played with amazing people that he doesn't even tell you his whole resume because because it's too much. Yeah, yeah, and his whole resume is just ridiculous. But as he's a he's a he's a really 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 cool guitar player. That that's his his second instrument, oh, but wow. he's better than everyone you know, <laughs> myself included. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so getting to be able to talk about the guitar nerd stuff, where getting their story, like what you're doing. I want to know their story. Where did music start with them? Okay, where is it? Where, where, how did you get to where you're, where, where, where we're at now, and where are you going in the future? That's the whole thing. So it's guitar life kind of stuff. So um, I imagine if I was a hunter, I would be talking about crossbows or right. That I don't. So this is <laughs> this is my football. This is uh, so that's awesome. So where can people find that? Uh, on Facebook, it is We Love Guitar Nerds homepage. Okay, we can probably there's this. Yeah, there, we can put a link to that. Yeah, so it's We Love Guitar Nerds homepage. Also, I have the Virtual Academy on. I have my own Rod Gell's Virtual Academy on um, YouTube. So all the all the past uh, interviews, lessons. Uh, Greg Platzer. I don't know if you know Greg. He's a master master guitar doctor. He fixes guitars he creates guitars he does he's he's wonderful a lot of his stuff is on there um everything i do podcast wise is stored on there so learning as i go if you could get one guest who would who would it be if i could get one guest who would it be that's that's a tricky let me see alive or dead uh <laughs> must be alive yeah he must be alive i don't know let me think about that uh, jimmy page Jimmy Page? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Page. Started in the skiffles. He started playing skiffle, learned as he went. Studio musician. Like a week ago, I learned that he's the guy who played the the, the Gloria guitar hook. Dun, oh, yeah. dun, 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 dun. He's on The Who. He's a, He was a studio musician. He played in the Yardbirds, the new Yardbirds, Led Zeppelin. Right. Yeah. That's what probably where everybody knows what... But he's a mixture of everything, everything that he liked. Mm. Okay, he brought borrowed from acoustic influences, blues influences, Les Paul, the jazz. I don't know what Les Paul is even. Somebody's hard to define. Right. Yeah. So, but he borrowed from everybody. So he would be an absolutely fascinating interview. I'm I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it because he so many different. So many different. Things. Yeah. 
That, Just cool. on a musical level. I don't care to hear the rock star stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah. The rock star stuff is like, yeah, that's already been already been t- told. That, that's kind of fair. Yeah. Although it is, it is fun to hear about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got war stories, I'm sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, I know, I know he does. <laughs> yes, I don't. I'm not. I'm not big on the gossip stuff. That's a, that's right. why I think sometimes people will. will uh, I don't want to hear about. I don't need to hear about. All, 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 all the all the down years of whatever, because a lot of the people that I have uh, interviewed, they have a history of um, they they came up in the seventies, and a lot of them are recovering. Mm-hmm. So, music's been a salvation for them. And said so that, and all of the ones that I have, I've, I have, uh, I've interviewed have overcome. Okay, so. Uh, they, whatever whatever that that was in their life, it was a, it was a thing that they they overcame and they thankfully did because they wouldn't, wouldn't be here. Yeah, they wouldn't. So, uh, so but I don't. I'm not. I'm not the gossipy. I don't, I'm not the gossipy interviewer. You know, they, uh, I, tell me about tell me about all the, you know, all the bad things. That you know, or I, I don't necessarily. Point. You know, I want to yeah. know some of the people that you work with, but not from the standpoint. Not not to be a star chaser. Right. I want to know what did you get from playing with this person. What did you learn from that? And in the case of Brian Tishy, he he played with Zach Wild. Like he played with he played with Joe Holmes. He played with he played with Doug Aldrich. He does plays with uh, Steve Stevens. These were his. The, I won't say his guitar players. He was the drummer in their band. Mm. Okay, he played with parts of Queensrÿche. It was a Operation Mindcrime. He was on a on a recording of it. Yeah, so what he played with Eddie Van Halen, like at a house party, that's the kind of pedigree. As like, what was going on in your mind? What right. was going on in his mind? That's what I want to know. I'm a, yeah, it's a guitar nerd. That's completely guitar dirty stuff. I don't know if the, you know, guitar nerds can relate, but it's like not everyone is a guitar nerd. Well, I, that's just the kind of stuff I'd like. like yeah, to do. Or I, I like to get out of people too. Because mm-hmm. yes. You, if you want agreed, yeah. If you if you want you know star stories, talk to an actual star. Yeah, but if you want, you know, what's it like to work with the star? What did yeah. you learn out of that whole experience? Yeah, what, you know, what was it like rehearsing or what? What? what yeah, as a guitar player, because he was Brian. We use Brian Tishy as an example. He's a world class drummer to my to my thinking. Right. Okay. We went to we went to Berkeley together. He was great then. He was great then. Oh wow. He was like. Best sounding drums I ever heard, at, like at 19 years old. Okay, but so, but him as a guitar player, mm. he also has a guitar eye and ear. So what? What did you're in a room vibing with all these guitar? That what do you that is a that? that is a unique. Yeah. You're in a unique situation. So that's a yes. So we love guitar nerds. Check us out. On there's Facebook, we love Guitar Nerds homepage, and as you said, you're going to put a link up. Yep. So I want to thank you, Corey, for oh. this. This is what you're doing. I'm a fan. I'm appreciative of anybody that that is helping to build scenes. Scene building is is one of my things. Yes, it's like uh, making it easier for uh, other people to do things. Yes, that that's that's the goal Being, here. Yes. Because I want to be able to put on festivals and concerts. Of all that is wonderful. Of people that I've had on, mm-hmm. all the smaller musicians. Uh, there is 
a need. Yes. If for here for here specifically for uh, well the community club is gone nowadays mm-hmm. and uh, other places are are going away. I gotta think that's gonna come back. I well, know. I'm gonna bring it back. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna uh, yeah. shout out to Rich Ruoff and all the great things yes. he's done. I interviewed Rich Ruoff on on. Oh, I've had yeah, him on here too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rich is wonderful. And uh, that's that's a legacy that's going away, and I want to pick that up and do yeah. some stuff with it. Yeah, because that's absolutely uh, yeah, he's one of the people I'm talking about that I I've known about him for thirty years. That uh, what he has done for the community. Inspiring. He's a mover. He's yeah. a, like when I say that he's a supportive force in within the community. So we need more of those. And thank you for being that to the now. Of course. Yes. So I have one last question for you. Mm-hmm. If you could give any piece of advice to any student ever, mm-hmm. what would it be? If I could give one piece of advice, if you want to be a musician, uh, play with his collect experiences, play with as many people as you can in, in different environments and be, and, and, and know you don't have to be perfect. Don't, Put yourself in a situation that you have to be perfect all the time. Mm. In other words, play, be the worst person in the room, worst, worst player in the room, because you're learning from great players. They raise you up. They raise you up. Be coachable. If you, if you want to be better, you might not want to be better. And I, I know this when I say that on, on your instrument, it might not, it's not a thing for everybody mm-hmm. because you can create music and have a great time with it like with electronics and all that kind of stuff. So, but for those who want to play, collect experiences, collect, find a mentor. I'm not necessarily saying you have to go to college. I don't necessarily think that's a, that's a thing that you have to do. Find a mentor and study with them, whoever that mentor is. Okay. Find it. This person should be trusted, should be, um, but collect experiences, find a mentor and, and, play with as many people that are good. You don't have to be married to all of them right. in order to gain from it. Because actually my thing is if you have varied experiences that, that, that teaches you adaptation. Mm. Okay. Being stuck to one band and o- only one band, you're only able to do one thing. And for uh, to your point, the way to do that, Go out to open mics. Go out yes. to jam sessions. There yes. are there are jam sessions happening all over the place. I know the 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 Blue Society of Central PA mm-hmm. has their uh, weekly jam session. Is it Wednesday nights in High Spire? That Wednesday or Thursday yeah, nights in High Spire. Check out the uh, Central PA Blues Association. Yeah, they yeah. have jam sessions where Blue Society. Yep, Blue Society. James Clipple is in Columbia. James Clipple is in Columbia. Uh, I know Liam Galliano. Liam Galliano does his Iron Spire works. Okay, he's he's at a couple places, but he's, yes. yeah, he's at a couple. He's places. a force. He is a force. Yes, because he is a. When I say that, he is like that Ritual vibe. He is. He, you he too. Really is. You oh, too. Yeah. But it's like you know what I mean. You're 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 supportive of everybody. Everybody. Yes, and uh, I know uh, Kevin Gannon has his also in Columbia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jams every uh, every month, I think it's Sunday or something like that. Yes, so, yeah, there there are places to go, there are people to find, and you have to go out there and do that thing if you want to be able to play with more musicians. Yes, 
be able to adapt. The way you learn how to adapt is by adapting. Yes. <laughs> okay. And and I say this, I think it is probably lost if you show up to an open mic always and have people adapt to you. Mm. In other That's words, true. play with them as well. Yes. Learn to play with them as well. Learn to make somebody else's music sound better or 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 beautiful. That's yeah, that's something that's I a different playing. that's a different thing. It's like it's like I know there's lots of people. Um, and whatever your relationship with music is, if you just want to show up with your acoustic guitar and play with musicians, that's wonderful too. But for the musician who wants a certain kind of musician, being able to adapt to their somebody else's sound. Or instrumentation too. I, yes. I had to learn as a piano player, I had to learn what how to play without a bass or how to play right. with a bass. Yes. It's like, yes or or you have to learn how to play um different styles. styles. Just yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't you can't just be uh when you're at an open mic, you just can't be like I know you might like uh, uh old school master of puppets and that might be your jam, but it's like if somebody's uh if somebody's doing something that is completely not like that, then you can't impose your musical will on that. So it's a, right. It's wonderful lessons. Wonderful lessons, man. Wonderful lessons. And you meet people. How many people do we both know that if were it not for music, we would not know them? Oh, it's there's I can't imagine. Yeah, how many people I wouldn't know. That's that's a that's that's a force. Or who wouldn't know me? That, yes, that's Even. a force. Yeah, that is a re- very real force. That's what I'm saying. And there are people that will find you, and will hear about you, mm-hmm. and will recommend you to other people that you won't even know. Yes, that's that, that's the best kind of stuff. So you make know. sure you go out to open mics, open mics, jam sessions. Blue Society. Blue Society. I, I want to. I'm, I'm going to compile a list of all these. Yeah, I know yeah. Liam Galliano already has his list yeah. of all the open bikes. I'm going to do my own and put that on the website. James Kleppel in Columbia. James Columbia Kleppel. Kettle Works, but he's got something else going on too. Uh, tell us every Monday nights. Yep. Tell us is. And tell us is a really good spot. And too. that's that's a that's a rotating host. Yeah, it's a rotating host. I think it's quarterly now. Okay. Uh, Henry Henry Dvorak, awesome bass player. Okay. As of now, I don't know who who's got it next, but uh, that it's a definitely happening, happening, happening scene mm-hmm. over there. And I I wish I had a better comprehensive list. But if you if you want to figure well, that, that out, this is this is the start of that. This, this is, is the start the... of that. Yes, make a good point. Send me all the open bikes. I'll I'll compile a list. Yes, I'll do it. That is wonderful. Again, love what you're doing. Thank you so much. Yep. This is. Rod Gales. Mm-hmm. You can find them at rodgales.com. Yep. And on Facebook, uh, uh, we love Guitar Nerds homepage. Uh, lots of places. And my name is Corey... P A Music and Wellness too. That that's that's my uh, that's that that's my music and wellness page. My name is Corey Rosen. This is the Story Podcast. I hope you've got I uh, I hope you've all had a wonderful time listening. And if you want to check us out. You can do that at CoreyRosenProductions.com. That's C-O-R-Y-R-O-S-E-N Productions.com. You can find out more about me and the show and all the guests I've had on before. If you want to find out who we have next, tomorrow we have Alex Danilla. He is an awesome, amazing musician from around here with a film degree. Uh, so I'm really excited to check him out. I This Thursday we have Big Mama Music. They're a, a, a big jam band from uh, around the area. They've performed all over the place. And I get to hear their story. And then uh, this Saturday, a band I'm really excited to talk to is uh, the Big Fat Meaties. Oh yeah, yeah. James introduced me to them. That the 
So good. So good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop yeah. progressive yes. horn, horn music that I never thought I ever wanted or needed. But you do. But you do. Yep. Check them out. They're a, they're a force to be yeah. record with. Uh-huh. And then uh, next Sunday, I have Cody Tyler. All right. So I'm really excited to, uh, to talk to him. He's a country music artist and around in the area. A lot of things, a lot of things to do. Hope you guys have a wonderful rest. Hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. We'll see you guys later. Bye.